Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Joey Two Wallets, and you are in the car with Joey Two Wallets. Woo! Today, straight up, straight to the point, let's get into it. Okay, I don't know whether to talk about just my Guardians or the XFL on Saturday. It is Sunday. I just finished watching um, the LA game. What an exciting ending. Again. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about my Guardians. The XFL is exciting. It's exciting. Ooh, um, I'm going to go topic by topic, and I'm going to break this up to probably a couple of minutes each. But let me take a break and see what I'm going to talk about first. I'll be right back. Alright guys, I'm back. I've decided. The first thing I'm going to go with is McGloin versus Magnus. Okay? Did our offense look flat? Yes, it did. Is that the quarterback's fault? Partly. Matt McGloin versus McManus. Wow, I said McManus. Magnus? <laughs> Sorry, I got another name in my head. I honestly believe seeing how the game plan went, knowing that you're two to three offensive linemen down, why would you continue to take shots downfield seeing the D.C. defenders pass rush? You played right into their hands as opposed to playing the style against a defense that's better. When their defensive line is better than your offensive line, you're supposed to do things that takes away from the aggression, not adds to it. For an example, if I know it's fourth down and 30, I'm going to punt. I'm not going to throw a Hail Mary, not get it, and then give it right back to the other team with great field position. Every time I saw GA call a play, I'm thinking, why is there no screens? Why is there no short passes? Everything was designed to go deep or downfield, and they didn't have a run game to threaten the defense with to say, hey, this is what we're doing, so we're going to do this the opposite. You played into the defense's hands the whole half. Now, on Matt McGloin. Matt You've been studying this playbook for more than two to three months. You had more than enough time to call a dag on audible to a swing out to another, to a hell, to an out, to a tight end, anything to get the pass rush off of you. But you chose to go with the plays that the offensive coordinator gave you. And then you could add a crappy half but you didn't choose to have a crappy half. You choose to have a horrible half to prove a point. That's the only reason why I agree with any fans with you wanting to be traded. Because instead of doing the right thing for the wrong reasons, you did the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. You played right into the offensive coordinator's hands so that way he could say, okay, I'm going to take you out 
to show that the backup who didn't show up is better than you and he's not. Matt McGloin, you are the best quarterback on that team. And you're supposed to be the fiery 30-year-old leader with a group of young kids. You need to prove it. You don't need to show up your offensive coordinator by blasting them out on TV. Now, I've thought about this for a whole 24 hours, so this isn't right after the game. I initially started this episode last night when I was still kind of hot. But no, I sat back and I thought about it. Either GA needs to change the game plan, as McGloin said, or McGloin needs to man up and run the team since you are the quarterback. This is the sport of football. And since the rules are similar to the NFL but not the NFL, you need to run the offense similar to what the NFL does. Not necessarily saying that you're going to pass every down, but you need to learn how to run your audibles. That's your problem. You got stuck in a problem and you didn't know how to solve it. That's a problem from LeGloin. I'm going to call it right down the middle. I had a problem with GA and I had a problem with you. Both of you guys failed on Sunday and both of you guys made Kevin Gilbride look like he didn't know what he was doing. And he... He had to take a minute for himself to talk to the whole team after the game and saying, after y'all get y'all butt whooped like that, and I quote, this is exactly what he said, come together or we splinter. So the question is, really on you, McGloin, are you going to do what you see on the field? Or are you going to do the wrong thing on the field just because the offensive coordinator is calling the wrong game? Saying, well, oh, the whole game plan needs to be changed. No. there's. I guarantee you there's enough playbooks that get around uh, wide nine DNs that are pass rushing and defensive tackles that are busting through the line because you have offensive line. Guess what? You have a running back. Two times I specifically saw the running back went through the middle, curled, after three yards, wait, and there was no ball right there for him. You held on to the ball too long. I'm not, I'm, like I said, I'm going to call it right down the middle. All right, I'm going to get into the backup quarterback, guys. But before I do, I want to say that both of you were wrong in this case, and Kevin Gilbride is right. Take a break. All right, there you guys, I'm back. Just going through my notes real quick. Spoke about that. All right. Whew. Marcus Williams, or Marquise Williams, one of the two. Former uh, good college quarterback. And mm, when you came into the game, Williams, I felt that you were lost in the play calling that they were calling for you, and they were specifically calling plays for you to get going with rhythm in the play. It didn't look like you had any reps with the first team. I don't think that's your fault. Kevin Gilbride said that it was 
his fault with the way the game plan was called. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame you at all. If I had any advice for you, just a guy who used to play a little bit of semi-pro football, somebody who's watched all their life and studied the game, I would say steal some reps away from McGloin. Man up. If you want to take lead of this team and you want to be the quarterback for this team, take it by your hands. Take like take it. Own up to it. And I don't really have a lot to say about you because you didn't really play all that much. The completions I saw you complete, I feel that you have a tendency to stare down wide receivers. And I feel that in a one-two read system that most quarterbacks can get um, how do I say? You guys can get used to doing that. Like Matt McGloin, we saw him in the first game read the whole field. I'm not sure if you're a quarterback that can read the whole field. And with your offensive line not being healthy, I know you're not going to have time to. So like I said, I don't really think anything is your fault. I just think you need more time with the first team. And I think you need more reps. Like that, That's just where I'm at. Williams, I'm Right now, I'm good with your athleticism. You obviously know that you can run, which is something we're going to need in this offense. If they do change to you, I wouldn't be shocked, especially if two or three of your offensive linemen are out. I wouldn't be surprised if you were in there running a little wildcat. I think that seeing how you guys went from the first week to the second week, you guys kind of got full of yourselves. And nobody was prepared for this game. And Kevin Gilbride said himself. So, that being said, take it by the horns, man. If you got to call up your wide receivers and be like, hey, man, let me just throw to y'all for like a good couple hours so I can get on rhythm with y'all. I bet I bet almost money they're not going to turn you down. They want to win football too. Because remember, every game y'all win, y'all win some cash. So, I know the other dudes are going to want to play with you. So, um, Williams, I think you have a really strong arm, which is something I think we need. But in the time being, I need you to work on your short passes. I think it's, I mean, for those of you guys listening, am I crazy? I mean, I mean, feel, feel, I mean, holla at me. Let me know. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Sports Daddy TV. Comment on this post because I'm posting this tonight. I'll take a break. Hey guys, I know I keep dropping my broken glass all up in your phone or however you're listening to me I just want to say thank you for letting me break up in your phone that being said I'm going to kind of put all these uh, no I'm going to split it up right now I really want to talk about Kevin Gilbride and the things I honestly believe he needs to do and I think most of you guys will agree with me on this point okay the question is, is, can Kevin Gilbride turn a team around after a very bad second game? 
with the talent on that team, yeah, I honestly believe that they can. I think McGloin can grow up. I think him and the offensive coordinator need to go out for dinner. I think Kevin Gilride needs to not be there. Because otherwise, if he micromanages the situation, nobody's going to have fun and it's just going to turn to a horrible situation. So knowing Kevin Gilbride's age and what he's done in the past with his other teams, and I mean, if this offense isn't identical to the New York Giants when they won the Super Bowl, I don't know what is. Um, they probably do need a Brandon Jacobs. I hope they call him out of retirement to come play because uh, we need him. We need Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs, if you're available right now, we need you in New York. The Guardians need you. We need some similarities. And what I mean by that is we need an identity. Okay? And I have it here in bold letters. Must establish identity. Kevin Gilbride, if you're going to be a running team that throws off the play action due to your weak offensive line, I think that needs to be established. It needs to be established hard the next game. Inside of the first five plays, three of those bad boys need to be runs and quick pass, quick out passes. Not to the wide receivers, to tight end running back or fullback. I want to start seeing two running backs. I want to see something old school. You guys look old school. The talent tends to be old school. That defense is legit. That defense, I'm going to say it again. Guys, do not sleep on the 27-0 score. That defense in New York is real. Okay? They have a good defensive coordinator. That defense is real, and I would be I would put a $2 bill on it. But the way you show how good your defense is is by running the ball. Because you need to give them time to get a breather. And with the clock and the way it runs during the game, if that defense is stuck on the field, they're going to be tired by the middle of the second quarter because the clock runs. So it gives them a chance to either be extremely fresh or extremely windy because of the 24-second clock. So that being said, do we trade for another quarterback who we know pretty much won't be up to speed by next week? Or... Does the team have a meeting to get together to get McGloin and Magnus on the same page? Or does Kevin Gilbride take handle of the team and say, look, as he said, it's my fault that we were not prepared for this game. But whether they're prepared or not, they need to establish who they are as a football team. Because right now, I really don't think they believe it. They're a running team. They're a passing team. I think they were trying to be a passing team. But you can't be a passing team if you don't have anybody, if you don't have time to throw. You have two or three offensive linemen out. That's not going to work. I don't care who you are. (sighs) So, I mean, I'm just, just asking you guys. I mean, really. And the one thing I really do respect about Kevin Kilbride. He manned up. He said in front of the team, this is my fault. And he flat out said. He flat out said. He was 
he was teaching the team as they were closing out. And he was working he was working to try and get everybody on the same page even though even though everything didn't work or didn't seem to work. So that being said, Guardian Strong, hashtag it, come to Sports Daddy TV, listen to this episode of this podcast, and have a great, great evening, everybody.